1: An Oklahoma City Thunder and NBA podcast featuring Jacob. All oh, you haters, come at me. Taylor. You're a step past a hater like I'm Rondo. Upgrade your baby mama to a condo. Nick. I really wouldn't mind taking a flyer on Swaggy Pete. Kamiar. I just got done taking a nap. And Justin. I'm too fast. What is up everybody welcome to the uncontested podcast post game edition for the preseason game number two thunder versus the new zealand breakers this is jacob coming at you guys tonight just wanted to get a quick post game pod in here for you all the thunder played new zealand tonight they final score they went 110 to 84 and this is one of those games that's kind of hard to get a lot of takeaways from just because the level of opponent but we're gonna break it down anyways so, before we get there, though, make sure that you subscribe to wherever you subscribe to us, wherever you listen to your podcasts at. You can also find us at bluewirepods.com. We are part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And this episode brought to you by Harry's Razors. So, make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the underscore uncontested. We'd greatly appreciate all of that. We are going to come at you guys with a post game podcast for every game this season. So it's going to be a lot of stuff. You guys probably want to subscribe. That way, these things just download automatically for you. You don't have to worry about searching us out every time. And and we really appreciate that in return. Uh, it helps us grow the podcast even bigger and bigger. And so thank you guys for that in advance. Let's dive into this game. The first thing I wanted to touch on is we found out uh, kind of late afternoon today that Andre Robertson would not be participating in this game. So that means Robertson has not played in the Thunder's blue-white scrimmage. He did not play in the preseason opener up in Tulsa against Dallas. And then he did not play in the second preseason game tonight at home against New Zealand. And to me, that's a little bit concerning. For a player who at media day on record said, I am full go, I'm ready to play. We have not seen him play at all. Now we've seen videos of him like shooting a basketball after practice, but we don't know what's happening in practice, right? And they're saying like he's practicing, but then they're learning to give him breaks. To me, it's just, it it seems bad. I don't can't think of a better way to put it. It seems bad that he hasn't played in the three public appearances that the Thunder have made. So if he hasn't played in the three public appearances – what is he doing behind closed doors? Is he fully practicing? Is he halfway practicing? Is he practicing at all, right? For for a guy that has a torn patellar and has been out for the better part of 18 months from the basketball court, for him to not appear in the first two preseason games or the scrimmage, to me, is concerning. Uh, I don't know, you know. Maybe he comes out and he plays the next preseason game and everything looks fine. He plays 25 minutes. That's a definite possibility it could happen I don't think it will though and and I'm worried and concerned that is he going to play in any of these preseason games is he going to be healthy and ready to go and and good on game one of the regular NBA season it's uh, that part concerns me a bit so uh, I, I just wanted to touch on that, though, because uh, I think it is kind of a big storyline that we're we're kind of overlooking right now, is we don't know what the hell is happening with Andre Robertson, and I hope he's good. I hope he can play. I would love to see him back out there, but as of right now, it's just a little worrisome. To the actual game, though, uh, first quarter stayed a little bit tight. Uh, it was a little close first quarter, uh, and then in the second quarter, the Thunder just started blowing the doors off of New Zealand and really never turned around and looked back. Uh, and and so we, we got some look at some of the guys that we don't really know about. So first off tonight, besides Andre Robertson, Danilo Gallinari did not play. He set out the game. Um Noel also set out this game. So we got to look at some other guys. Uh, Steven Adams just continues to be incredibly impressive he looks great he didn't shoot any threes tonight Zero zero from the three-point line and only one of four from the free throw line which is not good but in 21 minutes of play steven had 19 points 10 rebounds uh and an assist Uh, four of his rebounds were offensive six were defensive he was just a monster and part of that is that new zealand just didn't have anybody nearly physical enough and big enough to guard Steven Adams. So Steven just kind of did what he wanted. But again, for the third time now that we've seen this team, they are running some offense through Steven Adams. They're throwing the ball to him in the high post. He is running dribble handoffs. He's catching the ball from 18 feet away from the hoop, turning around facing up and looking for a pass, looking to make a move. They're they're running more offense through Steven so far. And I realize that it's preseason and you know maybe that doesn't last and maybe things change as as the regular season gets here but it's still fascinating that that it, it seems like that is a concentrated effort for this team right now another thing i noticed kind of kind of related to steven but also just team wide is the defensive philosophy this year so far maybe again maybe they're just tinkering with things in preseason we don't really know but so far this year in the two preseason games nearly every time a big man comes up to screen. So when the Thunder on defense and the opposing team, so tonight the New Zealand breakers, their big man comes up to set a screen for the ball handler in the past. And I mentioned this on the last podcast in the past, Steven Adams or whatever Thunder big men was in would hedge out and try to guard the ball handler for a couple of moments while the point guard got over the screen and got back into the play. This year, every time a big man screens, Stephen Adams drops back into the paint. As soon as the screen steps up, as soon as the screener steps up, Adams takes like three or four steps backwards into the lane and just kind of seals off the lane and prevents the drive. And it's become pretty clear to me that that is by design. They are playing a drop coverage on pick and roll. And part of that, I think, is because guys like Shea Gildris alexander guys like Dennis Schroeder, guys like Chris Paul are fighting over screens really hard and catching back up to the play quicker where maybe in the past with Russell Westbrook, I love Russell Westbrook, but he just didn't fight over screens. He, he would die on ball screens a lot. And so that was maybe why they were hedging. Now they're not hedging nearly as much. Uh, really, they're not hedging at all. They're instead playing drop defensive coverage and then on the backside, whenever a team is setting off ball screens, the Thunder are versatile enough that they're switching most of those on the backside. They're communicating well on the backside, like those screens on the baseline. They're just switching those so they can stay with the man cutting to the corner to shoot a three or to, to cut into the corner to catch the ball. So they're switching off ball screens, but then they're not switching or hedging on ball screens. They're sinking on those. So it's just kind of an interesting wrinkle, something different from this team than what we've seen in the past, and something that I think is kind of interesting to to keep an eye on moving forward. Will they continue to do that? Will they change it up? So so that's kind of a fascinating thing defensively. Uh, that was really all I had on Steven Adams, though. Uh, other guys that were impressive tonight, uh, Diallo had a really good night tonight. He had 16 points. I'm trying to get back to a stat line here. 16 points. He had six rebounds, um, no assists, uh, but shot 72% from the field, including zero of two from three in 20 minutes. Uh, that was encouraging from Hami. He just overwhelmed this this New Zealand team with his athleticism. He just overwhelmed them. Uh, he got to the rim. There were multiple plays for Hami where I watched him just like put the ball on the floor and just blow past somebody and, and just his sheer speed to get around the guy in front of him was absurd. Like they, they just didn't have a chance. Now, whenever we get into actual regular season, NBA games, that will happen a whole lot less because the NBA is full of elite athletes. So Hami is still going to have to work at refining other parts of his game. But tonight he looked really well. So I was pleased with Hamidou Diallo Um, Deontay Burton also got a lot of burn tonight. He played 22 minutes as well. Uh, didn't do a whole lot, had an assist, had three rebounds, had six points. uh, only shot the ball five times. Um, I was just kind of meh on, on him. I, there is really nothing to get you excited either way with Burton tonight. Same thing with Schroeder. Nothing really jumped off the page with me with Schroeder um, six points, six assists, six rebounds. Is that right? Oh my gosh. He had the Satan line six, six, and six and 22 minutes. Um, shooter shot 25% from the floor. He only took four shots. So he didn't do a whole heck of a lot either. Um, we, we but we already know what shooter is. So these preseason games don't, aren't really designed to reveal stuff to us about him. Um, Ferguson played 19 minutes and only had three points. That's not great. He was one of four shooting. That's not great. He had two rebounds and zero assists. That's not great. Uh, Just not a really good game by Terrence Ferguson tonight. Hopefully that kind of changes. Hopefully he turns that around a little bit. Um, I have high hopes for Ferguson. I think he's going to be really good this season, but just not a lot from him. Um, I'm trying to find Chris Paul's line here. Here we go. Six points, four Assists, three rebounds in twenty minutes. He only took four shots as well. The team was very democratic in their shots tonight. Uh leading shot takers Darius Baisley, Steven Adams, both with twelve, Hami with eleven, Shea with thirteen. Uh nobody else in double digits on shot attempts. So they were very democratic in how they shared the ball tonight. Um and that leads me to the guy that I want to talk about again. Two guys. uh, because I think they're kind of the guys we have to talk about because of the way they're playing. First off, let's go back to Darius Baisley. Uh, 12 points on 5 of 12 shooting. He played 26 minutes, uh, 5 rebounds, 2 of 6 from the 3-point line for 33%, and a steal, uh, 3 personal fouls. And Baisley got the, the start tonight. He got the nod whenever it was announced that Gallinari would not play. I kind of thought they would give the nod to Mike Muscala to play, but so far they've only played Muscala at the backup five. They haven't played Muscala at any power forward, really, this entire preseason, which I know is only two games. So Baisley got the start at power forward tonight, and he started off not shooting the ball well. I think he was 0 of 3 from the three-point line in the first quarter. But then after that, he shoots 2 of 3 to end the game from the three-point line, he had some I think he's he's looked pretty good defensively. Um, I think it's gonna take him some time defensively. i I personally think and I have no evidence to back this up. This is just a personal opinion. but these these guys come to the NBA and the the amount of athleticism kind of takes them off guard at first. And if you've ever played pickup basketball, if you go out and you play pickup and somebody blows by you like you're guarding them you get up close and then they just run right past you and get a layup the next possession down when you're guarding them you typically play a few steps off of them you play farther back from them you give them more space to shoot for fear of them blowing by you and it takes you a little bit to get used to the speed of that player and then once you get used to that speed you, you can press back up on them, but a lot of times you play a little bit farther back trying to take off their driving lane and instead uh, just provide like a late close out on a shot. And to me, that kind of seems where Baisley's at right now. He he seems to be playing off guys a little bit more, but he he's quick off the floor. He's quick to get up and, and contest the shot, but he's just playing a little more off the ball, uh, a, a little farther away from the ball handler uh, in an effort to not get blown by. And I think just it's going to take him a while. You, you hear professional athletes all the time say that the game is finally starting to slow down for them. And I think that will come for Baisley. It's just going to take a little bit of time. So I'm not worried about the guy. I'm actually really, really impressed with him. Uh, I think he's playing in his way into some regular season minutes, which would be really, really nice. So Baisley has been a bright spot in this preseason so far, and I thought he played well again tonight. Uh, really encouraged by that. We didn't see him handle the ball and like use that vision and that IQ that we know he has tonight and that feel. But he rebounded well. I thought he was pretty pretty good defensively. Uh, and after that bad uh, 0 of 3 shooting start from 3, if you take away that first quarter 0 of 3 from the 3-point line, he actually finishes the game 5 of 9 from the field for 12 points. So and And 2 of 3 from 3. So... Those first three were bad, and those kind of like stain his stat line. Otherwise, it would look pretty good. But he started. He got a lot of minutes. And Billy Donovan said after the game he just wants to put this kid in situations. And he wants to get him reps and get him experience. He said, Billy said, it's this kid's going to have a lot of firsts coming up. First home game. First road game. First back-to-back. First game starting. First game off the bench. First game playing exclusively at the three. First game this, first game that. A lot of new experiences for Baisley. We have to remember as fans, this kid is 19 years old. He's like 19 and three months. He's got so much growing to do. And maybe he doesn't look great this first season. And that's fine. Because he's freaking 19 years old. He's going to end up being really good, I think. And we're just going to have to to give him time to go through those experiences. Another guy who's kind of young, Shay Gilgis Alexander. Y'all, this kid is good. Like, he good. Tonight, Shay had 18 points on six of 13 shooting, one assist, two rebounds, um, and then one steal. Uh, you'd hope to see the assist numbers go up, but he's been used primarily as a scorer. Uh, 0-4 from three-point line tonight. That's not great, but again, 18 points on 13 shots is really efficient, and that's uh, that's encouraging. Shea also six of six from the free throw line, so he's he's getting to the line, and when he gets there, he's finishing. He played 23 minutes tonight, uh, 18 points in 23 minutes. He really took over in that third quarter, and just some of the things you see him do, he had a play tonight where he drove in. You guys probably remember this. I think it was in the third quarter. He drove in and like picked up his dribble why the ball was on his right-hand side, and while he was taking his two steps to the rim, went around the back to avoid the defender and just ended up with a wide-open layup. It was the smoothest thing I've ever seen, man. Like This kid's as smooth as butter. He, Oh, my gosh, it's pretty, and it's so different. As a Thunder fan, I am so used to watching Russell Westbrook play basketball and just this primal, aggressive, like, I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I'm faster, and I'm just going to use this these physical tools just to bully my way past you to the rim. That's what I've been used to. That's, I think that's what we've all been used to as Thunder fans. And Shea's game is just so different. It's, I mean, Shea's 6'6", and he's getting to the rim all by himself, you could maybe say he's getting to the rim uncontested. But he's not even dunking the basketball. He's just laying it in, right? Where Russ, like, tries to rip the damn rim off the backboard. And Shea just has this smoothness, smoothness uh, this pace, this uh, this start and go, uh, the, these subtle moves. Shea is so much more about the, the, the skill and the pace and the... Uh, the, the, just the feel for the game where Russell Westbrook was just like a bulldozer ramming into a wall over and over until the wall fell. And so it's so, so much different of a type of play, but it works and it's good. And, and he's good as a 21 year old. He's really good as a 21 year old. And I think this kid's just going to be really good this year. His shot is still a little bit slow. You know, he doesn't fire. He doesn't have a really quick release, uh, and and that's something he can still work on. But his getting to the rim game is is just really really nice. Uh, he should have had a few more assists, but some some of his teammates missed some easy buckets. Uh, specifically, what I remember is Shea set up Muscala really nicely at the rim, and he just didn't finish the layup. So, but man, like everything we've heard about this kid it's spot on. He's just, he's so good. I'm really excited to watch him continue to play. And, and I think getting into the season and getting like full minutes, like, and, and a full run against actual competition, not to say New Zealand wasn't actual competition, but just not preseason stuff. I think it's going to be really interesting and enlightening and fun to watch him play. So, uh, all right, before we get out of here, that's pretty much all I have for you guys. But before we get out of here, uh, I just want to tell you guys about Harry's razors real quick um, People have been shaving for thousands of years uh, but it hasn't changed much Harry's is is based on simplicity uh, and straightforwardness um, you can get a great low price on a Harry's razor uh, you just have to go to harry's com slash blue wire. Uh, harry's is a return to the essential they're quality durable blades. Two dollars per blade. It's such a good price, and they're super convenient. Uh, blade refills are delivered to your door on schedule without a subscription, and there's no risk for you to try them out. If you don't love your shave, they'll just give you your money back, which is really nice. So you can try it out, and if you don't like it, you you're not out anything, right? You can just tell them, hey, this this isn't for me. So. You get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. So make sure that you guys support the people who support Blue Wire podcasts at harrys.com slash Wire. Uh, with that being said, let's bump some of this outro music and get out of here again thank you guys so much for checking out the uncontested podcast personally i just i really really appreciate you guys to see the growth that that our our podcast has had has meant the world to me uh to see the itunes reviews to see the downloads go up to see uh people reach out and talk to us about the podcast just all of that is awesome and oh i killed the music my bad guys just it's been really awesome so Please, if you're not already subscribed, go subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you could drop a five-star rating if you're on iTunes, that's a really simple thing you can do that means a lot to us and helps our podcast out and gets the word out more. We will be back with you guys again, uh, I believe Sunday. We're going to have a Thunder podcast for you guys that will drop Monday morning. And then as preseason rolls on, every game post-game podcast we're going to make sure that we do one for every single game this year and they're going to be these perfect lengths uh, about 20 to 30 minutes that are just great for your your ride to work or school um, or your lunch break or whatever we just wanted to make sure that we get these things in here for you guys so you have something to listen to after every thunder game so thank you guys so much have a great weekend and can i say it boomer sooner beat texas